Welcome to the Liberty Experts Podcast, where all your liberty questions are answered, discussed, and debated by experts. Now, here are your liberty experts, Tim Moen and David Birnbaum. Hey, Tim. How's it going? Hey, David. Oh, man, I don't know. I'm just, uh, you know. I'm so dejected that you weren't successfully converted to objectivism. Oh, man. Well, I do feel like, uh, you know, I got to put ice packs on my anus there. I do feel like I got bent over a little bit. Had two of you guys tag teaming. Um, I didn't bring my bring my A game. You have to bring a different, uh, a more... Well, I think you know the anarcho-capitalism stuff better than I know the objectivism stuff. So that's why I wanted to bring right. someone else on um, who would be able to, uh, you know, at least in theory, uh, discuss at a different level than I'm able to. Um, right. Right. But, yeah. And uh, I mean, I think ultimately, you know, you were disappointed that we didn't talk more about principles. Um, I was kind of hoping that there would be a, there was a principle I was missing or, or, something like that. But ultimately, I think it came down to his real issue was, you know, he just envisioned an anarchist future where it was like nature no, red no, and tooth I and claw. And, <laughs> I disagree with that, but uh, let's not well, get into it. Well, he it. couldn't understand. We yeah, okay. Different- okay. <laughs> All right. Anyways, what we wanted to talk about today, <laughs> um, if people head over to thelibertyexperts.com, they are able to support us on Subscribestar. And one of the benefits of being a supporter is you get your questions answered on some of our podcast episodes if you're a certain tier. And so here is a question we got from one of our supporters about the Libertarian Party of Canada. The Libertarian Libertarian Party of Canada is arguably a fringe party. They have tried an unsuccessful merger with the Conservative Party in the last federal election. Perhaps another answer might be to attract centrists with the libertarian leaning rather than remaining on the fringe because of principles. How could or would the Libertarian Party of Canada work with centrists to attract them, attract them to the side of liberty? For example, would the party run from someone who has a socialist bent, but they pro- profess to like liberty, they work uh, on the right wing, but uh, they are part of a trade union. So someone with kind of, you know, not consistent in their principles, but you know, they, they see some value in liberty, you know, right. can the Libertarian Party work to attract those sorts of people? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I, have, I assume you'll have a lot to say on this, so if I may go first. Yes, please. Um, so, frankly, I don't think it's possible, and I specifically and especially don't think it's possible in Canada, right? What is a centrist Canadian right now? Um, they are not pro-liberty, I'd argue. Um, And so like when you talk about the right, the left and the center, that shifts over time. And it's almost as if right now, liberty is not even on the spectrum, right? It's not even in most people's conception of politics. It's not in their mind. So I think especially now in Canada, that approach wouldn't work. But even let's say in a more open political scene, I don't think it would work because liberty is a principle right? It's a pretty simple principle, let's say. Um, Either you think people have liberty and the government cannot, uh, you know, infringe on their rights, or you don't. And to argue with someone who 
like to attract a centrist who thinks, oh, well, we should infringe on people's rights some of the time just for the programs I think are beneficial. The Libertarian Party would not be pro-liberty if it agreed to any of that, right? And so I don't think it's possible. I think liberty is a principle. And so you can't say, how do you have a Libertarian Party without the principle of liberty to attract centrists? So that's my view. Um, but yeah, I'm very interested to hear in yours as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I largely agree with you, right? I, I think, um, you know, first of all, the, the question is, I think, should, you know, the, is the Libertarian Party on the fringes? Yes, absolutely. We're on the fringes. Um, you know, that's kind of by design. I mean, Canada is so statist and the culture is so statist that... Um, that well, I, let me interject, because I don't think it's, I wouldn't say it's by design. I think you have a principled stance. Right. And the spectrum is just not touching it. So sure. you're, like it's on the fringe because the entire spectrum is wrong right now. So it's not yeah. necessarily by design. Uh, okay, well, let me explain the by design part a little. No, let me explain the by design part a little bit because the next part of the question is would the Libertarian Party have more success if X, Y, and Z? Mm -hmm. Well, Okay. Again, what is your definition of success? Is it getting votes? Is it forming government? Is it is it winning seats? And if that's your your definition of success, then yes, absolutely, the Libertarian Party would be better to design a strategy wherein we shift our policy to attract, be more attractive to the average Canadian, the centrists that love big government. Um, and, um, you know, but our metric of success is different than a conventional political party. We, we actually want a limited government. And the only way we get a limited government is when we have a tipping point of libertarians who inscribe libertarianism, inscribe the principles of freedom and liberty on their hearts and on their minds. Um, that's where the seat of power resides ultimately in Canada um, is, you know, people begging for more government. And we want people that demand less government. And that only happens when we convince people. So our metrics of success really is how many libertarians, how many people have we converted to libertarianism to adopt these things? So that's the first thing. Then the next, the next part of it is, you know, would we, how would we appeal to someone who's, you know, kind of, I don't know, on the right wing, but also likes trade unions or something like that. Um, well, I think we can definitely, um, you know, anytime I'm in front of an audience and I've spoken in front of union groups before, um, you know, I, I try to create a message that appeals to them, you know, and usually the working class, right? People that are involved in trade unions, they're interested in the working class. They've, they've gotten all this union propaganda about, um, about how unions raise the, the, uh, status or raise the, the wages and improve conditions of the worker. And, and so I, I want to focus in on the things that make their lives better as a worker. And libertarianism has a lot to say about that. Capitalism has a lot to say about that. Uh, you know, it's, it's capitalism, the industrial revolution, really, that raised the wages and raised the standards of work uh, for workers. Unions came a, 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 along and, um, took a lot of credit for that, that, but those things would never have been possible if, uh, you know, working conditions hadn't progressed because of competition, because of, uh, you know, trying to attract employees because of all these things that, that existed in the marketplace. So I would try to tailor a message like that if I had, you know, 
someone who might have called themselves a centrist that um, you know is going now a lot of people have described libertarianism as radical centrism by that I think they mean that we are you know uh, right fiscally conservative socially liberal or something like that Um, I, I'm not a big fan of that because again, I, I don't like to define our politics based on the enemy's terms and the enemy to me is statism and the right and the left are both statist, you know, they're, they're at one end of the spectrum, the authoritarian end, you know, they, they want to implement authoritarianism a little differently. The left wants, uh, you know, um, jackbooted mummy stepping on your neck and the right wants a jackbooted daddy stepping on your neck. But um, ultimately, they want authoritarianism. We're over here on the other end. So I want to make sure that we are defining them by our terms, not the other way around. And that's not easy to do. And I can appreciate why. And and the other problem is if we adopt a strategy of of pragmatism where what we're trying to do is is, um, tell people, you know, appeal to people uh, by saying things they want to hear, like, yeah, we're going to support union rights and we're going to do this and that. Well, that that's a, a losing strategy if you're trying to change hearts and minds. Um, because now you have to pander to almost every special interest group that comes along. Hey, I'm interested in your party, but what are your view on this one minuscule topic that really affects my life? Would you be, you can get my support if you adopt your policies to support that. And this is what every other political party engages in. And this is why the left and the right, uh, you know, the liberal party and the conservative party are basically just like that. I mean, they're, mostly overlapping. There's very little difference. Yeah, there we go. We heart statism, um, you know, because they, they do have to appeal to the center and the center wants big government and, and they want all their bases covered. They want to make sure they're getting their tax credits. They want to make sure their education is paid for their healthcare is looked after. They want to feel protected and secure. They, they ask government to solve all those problems for them. So when some, someone comes to me and says, I want government to solve problems for me, will you implement this policy? I, 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 you know, I don't like that. Uh, that's right. the opposite of what I want. I don't want people asking the government to do things, you know. So my, my job then is to take that person and try to convince them that, no, what you want is less government and, and that will make the things you're concerned about better. Um, and so that's what I try to do. And if I fail at that and they, they leave and take their, their ball and their vote and go home, well, so be it. I'm, I'm not going to sh- turn our party into some shifting um, uh, centrist party. Yeah, and I think it's really important to note, like, what is the goal, right? When you sell, when you kind of move from your principle towards the center, let's say, and get elected by those people, you're answerable to them. When you don't advocate their views, you will not achieve things down the road, right? So the idea that you can kind of like trick people into liberty by saying, oh, vote for me in this election. And then when I'm in government, I'm just gonna rip apart the government. That won't actually work, right? So there's no point really in playing that game on on a big scale. You very much have to focus on each individual. And on an individual by individual basis, you can understand what their values are and you can help them understand that their values are actually more advanced by liberty than by statism, right? But you cannot really do that on a grand scale, nor can you do that during an election, right? Because that's not the conversation anyone is having. The conversation they're having is, well, what should the state force people to do? 
And so right. if you're there in the side saying nothing, then that's, that's the selling point. The headline is free childcare, no drugs, nothing, right? It doesn't sell. It's not going to get attention in the grand scale. You have to work on changing hearts and minds, like you said. Yeah. And, you know, there, there, I think there, that being said, there is an opportunity here to really reach uh, centrists, right? Uh, like right now, government has been never been more centrist in a lot of ways because, uh, you know, it, it's really um, embracing this mixed economy thing good and hard in the era of COVID. On the one hand, it's saying, yeah, you know, we want these businesses to be open. And on the other hand, they're saying these businesses need to be closed. We're going to support these businesses with government handouts. These businesses are going to be able to operate relatively free market. I mean, this is essentially what centrism says. We're going to use our, our, you know, we're going to do what makes sense based on reason and evidence. This is how centrists kind of view themselves. And they're like, we're going to take a little from this side and a little from that side and do something that makes sense. Right. And, and, um, and the people are seeing the, the, dramatic ramifications of that suicides at an all-time high drug abuse at an all-time high the economy at an all-time low uh, people unemployed desolate hopeless uh, feeling that the weight of the government boot on their neck and so even centrists that ask for this are are like ripe for the picking right now so i think that that um that now is a great opportunity to appeal to centrists and move them towards the libertarian position and say, look, move away from statism and move towards libertarianism, right? But I and think you, the you can be you kind of that. a libertarian centrist too. I mean, you could say, look, um, I'm equally concerned about the poor as I am about uh, protection of private property or something like that. And you can understand that liberty is the way to get both. Uh, I mean, from my perspective, like David might call himself a left libertarian. I might call myself a right libertarian. You can be somewhere in between David and I, but we all have the same principles at the end of the day. We just have a different kind of focus. Different values, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think it's important to say the way you attract those centrists right now is by being on the quote fringe because right. they are realizing something's wrong with this whole game something is up what radically different options are out there and that's when they will come to liberty right i think that's they they get dejected with the entire apparatus and they go looking for something new and i think that's the real value yeah no i absolutely think that there's a you know people are yeah that they're ready for something new and you know i i wrote an essay years ago that said, look, change can only happen from the fringes. <laughs> you have to pull people towards what you want. Uh, you know, the, this idea that you can embed yourself in, um, you know, in a political party or a movement or like violate your principles in order to get, um, in order to get voters. I mean, all you've done is weakened your own position. You're, you've actually worked against your own values. Yeah, I agree. So to answer the gentleman's question, unfortunately, no, I don't think that uh, this is a strategy that would work for the Libertarian Party. But I think it's, you know, a long play. And, and I think we're getting closer to people being fed up with the state as a whole, and they will go looking for alternative options soon. All right. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, David.